Well, this, we have been in a series called Family, and today we're going to be looking at about serving like family. And, and today, it's interesting as we've been looking at this, this series about family and how we are the family of God, that, um, well, last weekend my wife had, gave birth to a child, and we have one more in our family. Yay. So, yay. <laughs> so, uh, that's pretty exciting for me and my family, but it's also exciting for us as a church family that we have one more in our family that we can celebrate. And, you know, a few weeks ago, I, I taught about investing like family and looking at Second Corinthians and how we need to be investing our money. But today, very similarly, we're going to be looking at how we are to invest our time. And so investing our time and investing our money are both th- something that we should be joyfully doing as family of God, as brothers and sisters of the King, we should be excited about giving of our time and giving our money. And so today we're going to be looking at Ephesians chapter 4, and I just want to thank Dwayne for preaching last week about, about prayer and how so important that is that we can be praying as family, and we can be praying, hold, uh, praying over each other, that those, those words of how we can be touching each other. Uh, and how touch is really important, and how we can be praying what Jesus wants us to do as family. And so I think that's uh, really, really good in all parts of this area of looking at investing like family and serving like family, giving, all these things we're talking about. But most importantly, we need to be praying like family. We need to be praying like our lives depended on it. We need to be praying because Jesus is someone that we can trust. He's our God that we trust. So I encourage you to open this morning to Ephesians chapter 4. And our main idea this morning is that when God's family serves, God's family embraces the heart of God's Son. So when God's family serves, God's family embraces the heart of God's Son. And so I think we are called, and we're going to see this today, we are called as brothers and sisters of Christ. If you are in the family of God, then you are called to give of your money, but also give of your time and serve and do that in a joyful way. And, and when we do that, we see that God's family, God's, the family of God, that, that shows that we are embracing Jesus' heart. You know, Jesus came to seek and save the lost. He came to be a servant. And so we're going to, by embracing serving, it actually shows that we are embracing what Jesus was all about. All right, so in Ephesians chapter 4, it says, and we're going to start in verse 11. And so let's read, I'll read from this. You can follow along on on the screens or in your Bible. And it says this in Ephesians uh, 4, verses 11 and 12. So Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors and teachers to equip the people, to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. All right, so here we have all these, these titles, these roles. And each of these are key, in the, especially in the early church, and how God was building up the church. You know, we have apostles and and prophets, evangelists, teachers, pastors, these, these things are all 
really important in sharing God's Word, in teaching people, in evangelizing, in, pe- in preaching, and pastoring, and all these things. Being sent out. Apostles just means sent out. It's not necessarily that one of the 12 apostles, right? It's, it's being people that are sent out to do God's work. And, and so we have all of these, these positions. Now maybe you look and you're like, well, none of these are, are me. Well, maybe, maybe one of them is you. Maybe you are sent out from a different place to share people, to be a witness. Maybe you are teaching people. Maybe you are pastoring or you're evangelizing. You're evangelizing. Maybe you are giving wisdom like a prophet. It doesn't necessarily mean you don't have to embrace that title, that role, but all of those things God uses to build up His church, build up His body of Christ. And I think more importantly than these roles, the key part, I think, in this whole, in this whole section here is, is verse 12. It says, why is He giving, this, uh, giving these, these positions? He's giving them to equip His people. Who are His people? Who? All of us. If you are in the family of God, if you have chosen to believe in Jesus Christ as your Savior and putting Him as the Lord of your life, then you are part of the family of God. Then you are in His family. And so God uses people to... He equips people to help His his body of Christ, His church to be built up for works of service. Uh, and so today we're looking at serving. And, and how is that, you know, is it something we just do sometimes, or is it something that we're all about? I mean, Matt just talked about it. Where's an opportunity for, for our congregation, as many as we want to go, to go this summer to help with relief efforts in Tennessee and, and Kentucky, or maybe other places too, but to, to go and give up a week of our time, or maybe two or three weeks of your time, but to give our time and not doing it in a grudgingly, oh, I have to do this. No, it's a chance that we have to give, a chance we have to serve, a, a chance we have to be a witness and to bless other people with who Jesus is. And, and so here we see in verse 12 that, that God is equipping us. He's equipping us for works of service. So some people might say, I'm not ready to go, or I, I can't, how do I serve, or what do I do? How, how, I'm not ready, or I, I can't do that. I think the answer, no, the answer isn't can you do it or not, it's, it's what's your heart. Is your heart willing to say, just like in that song we just sang, here I am, Lord, send me. I will do what you want me to do. I will go where you want me to go. It doesn't necessarily mean I will go to the ends of the earth forever, it's just wherever God is leading, wherever God is calling, He wants us to go. And we don't have to wait. Oh, I'm not sure what God's going to do with the rest of my life. God wants us to be useful now. He wants us to go now. He doesn't want us just to wait. He wants us to be, He's equipping us for works of service. So our, our first point today is by investing in God's kingdom. Sorry, as God's family serves, the church is built up. As God's family serves, we see that the body of Christ, the church, is being built up. So that's a really nice thing because when we serve, then things are happening. The church is being unified. The church is being built up. It's being stronger. 
And I know um, in, in our bulletin today, we have a whole bunch of different ways of how you can serve. If you're like, I'm not sure what I, what, how I can serve around here, well, guess what? In the bulletin, it gives you a list <laughs> if you're not sure. Uh, and I pray that if you are part of East Bend, if you are part of the family of God in this church, that you are investing your time, not just coming on a Sunday morning sometimes, but you are investing your time by serving. And so we have in the bulletin this morning different ways of how you can serve. And, and many of you are doing these things. This includes leading worship or music and helping with sound and children or adult classes, leading groups or holding babies. Who doesn't like to hold babies? <laughs> We're, my family's helping out with that one. I mean, with providing the babies part. <laughs> uh, greeting people, technology, prayer, fellowship, outreach, visitations, mentoring, and even working on the building and grounds. There's different ways that you can be serving. There's different ways that you want to see something and you want to be involved. Just talk to somebody in the MLT. And those people are listed on the back of the bulletin. Talk to somebody in our missional leadership team. We'd love to plug you in and however you want to serve. And, And so we can be serving. And serving doesn't just mean at this place, at East Bend. Serving also means outside the church. So we have serving in the church, serving brother, our brothers and sisters in Christ in different areas here, but we also are, are to be serving wherever we are. We're to be going places. We're to be serving and showing people who Jesus is. Remember, Jesus came to seek and save the lost. Jesus came to be a servant, not to be served like other kings. And so by us showing people in a, hum, in a humility, in a, in a state of humility, that we are not better than other people, but we're here to serve, and we're here to help, and we're here to bless, and we're here to love. That shows people who Jesus is, doesn't it? It's not about us, it's about Jesus. And so our, the church is built up. So at first we see as, as God's family serves, the church is built up. And so this is what Paul is saying. He, he continues on in verse 13, and we're just going to read Verse 13 of Ephesians 4. So he says, just, it's a continuation from verse 12, because he's saying in verse 12, he's to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God who became, who, who be, and become mature, attaining to the whole measure and the fullness of Christ. So let, let's look at this. So we have this, these verses here. It's talking about how as the body of Christ, as we are being built up, as we are serving, we are becoming more united. And we are becoming more mature. Now, it doesn't say that we are mature. It says we're becoming more, we are maturing or we're becoming more mature, right? Right? It, it doesn't say, you know, I know as a, as, sometimes as parents, we're like, when are these kids going to grow up? And we're not talking about stature. <laughs> when are these kids going to grow up? When are these kids going to mature? And I'm, I'm sure many of you have thought that as your kids have gotten older. When are they going to grow up? <laughs> when are they going to act like their age? <laughs> right? And so Paul is kind of saying the same thing. As, as the body of Christ, we are being built up 
in unity and then becoming mature. I'm sure when Paul's planting churches and, other, and you know, others are planting churches, they're like, why is it taking so long to grasp this stuff? Why is it taking so long? Why are you acting like babies so long? I mean, we preached about that a few weeks ago in Hebrews, how, how people were still acting like babies and needing infant's milk instead of on solid food of, of, of the Word. And, and so here, you, being unified and being matured is what is the result here of being of service. Okay, being built up in the church and, and serving. And so that's the second point today. As our second point, we see as family serves, that the church grows in unity and maturity. Our, the church, the body of Christ, should be growing in unity and maturity when we're serving. By serving together, we should be more united. We should be focusing on Jesus. You know, there's lots of different denominations. There's lots of different beliefs about Jesus. There's lots of different ways that people even think about serving. But when we serve and we're focusing on Jesus Christ and we're focusing on what He's called us to do and what He wants us to do, there's something that's very unifying in that. Can I get an amen? Amen. Okay? So we're, we're unified when we are serving, right? Because we're focusing on Jesus. We're not focusing on all our differences. So we have unity when we serve. And that also, that unity leads to maturity. All right? So when God's family is serving, we're going to see the church growing in unity and maturity. And, and you know, the, these verses here are about discipleship. You know, at, at East Bend, we, we have our mission. What is our mission? We are seeking we have a slide on there for us to see our mission. Our mission is about developing disciples. Do you guys know that? We are about developing disciples who are reaching people with Jesus' transforming gospel. So what are we called to do here at East Bend? What are we rallying around? We are rallying, about, rallying, rallying around developing disciples. Does that mean that we are all perfect? No. That means we are about in the business of helping each other grow, helping each other be united, and helping each other mature. And when we're doing that, and when we're developing disciples, we're also teaching people, teaching ourselves how, and challenging ourselves how we can be outreaching people. I mean, last week, Dwayne was, was teaching us about prayer and how we need to be praying for people. He said that when we pray, he said at the Billy Graham Crusades, they saw the people that come down that accept Jesus, most of those people have had someone in their life praying for them. And I know many of us are praying for, for loved ones or friends or family that don't know Jesus. And we're praying. And we're praying. And so that's, that's our goal, is that we are praying for people. We're reaching people. We're discipling. And it's not just our, on our own doing. It's with Jesus's transforming gospel it's with his message that brings transformation i get excited about that <laughs> um, if you don't know that if you don't know what our mission is we have an annual report today and it's on the front of that so take it home or during our meeting if you're not sure what to do uh be reading that memorize it it's not hard what are we about at east bend we are about developing disciples who are reaching people with jesus's transforming gospel three parts. You can do it. Shorter than most memory verses. All right, 
so we are about developing disciples. You know, as a church, we are growing and maturing. We are trying to be serving each other in, in this way, developing disciples. And how are we developing disciples? How are you, how am I developing disciples? It's not just Sunday school or kids. It's how are we growing together? How are we challenging each other? How are we growing in unity and maturity? It takes some humility too. It takes getting in God's Word and studying it. You know, we have groups on Wednesday nights. Bible study groups where we, can, we study God's Word. We have Sunday school classes where we study God's Word. I encourage you to jump into some place that you can be in God's Word together. Studying God's Word. Whether it's a Bible app or whatever you do, find a place where you can have other people that will hold you accountable to what God's Word is saying. So our, our second point is that, that the church grows in unity and in maturity. And then in, in verse 14, this is what it says in Hebrews, sorry, in Ephesians chapter 4, verses 14 to 16. Paul says, Then we will no longer be infants. Remember, he, um, in Hebrews, it's also talking about infants, right? No longer being immature Christians. No longer be needing that, that baby milk or whatever, right? So he says, we, then when we're attaining unity and we're being mature, we won't need to be. We won't act like infants, like babies anymore. Being tossed back and forth by the waves and blown from here and there and, and from every kind of teaching and by the cunning and crafting of people and their deceitful schemes. So we will, because we know the truth, because we're growing in unity, because we're growing in maturity, because we're serving, we're going to see the truth. We're, we're not just going to be like, oh, that guy says some good things, so let's listen to him. Oh, well, this, this person over here is believing this, so, oh, that makes sense. No, we're not going to be led astray. We're going to be understanding what the Bible is about and how we can be applying it to our situation and how we can be holding each other accountable to God's word. And then in verse 15, he continues this. He says, instead, so instead of being like babies, instead of being tossed and turned in the wind, instead of being blown around in the, or in the wind and the waves, instead of all that, falling away, he says, instead, speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become, in every respect, the mature body of Him who is the head. That is Christ. So instead of being like, like babies, we're going to be growing to be mature like who is the head of the body of Christ, that is Jesus. And then it kind of gives like an illustration here in verse 16. He says, from Him, that's from Jesus, the whole body joined and held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. So the body gets stronger. The body grows because the, the head of the body is Jesus. And so and Jesus holds us together. And so we can then be speaking the truth in love. Not just speaking the truth, but speaking the truth in love. And we can grow and we mature. And all this, we are serving Jesus. 
And we are having an attitude like him who was humble and lowly. And he came as a, as a king not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for all people that choose Jesus. And so we, together, as the family of God, we are the church that can look more like Jesus. So that's our third point, is we can look, the church should be looking more like Jesus. Instead of just growing however we want, our model is Christ. Our model is that we're supposed to be looking more and more like Jesus. The more we grow, the more we serve, the more we are serving with Jesus' heart, the more we're going to start looking as a church more like Him. We don't want to look like somebody else. We don't want to follow other people. We want to follow Jesus. And so as a church, we should be growing closer to Jesus, but also be, we should be looking more like Jesus. People outside the church should be like, wow, those people, they show kindness. They're I don't know how to say this, but it's like they're really humble. And they're like, they're not argumentative. And they're, they're really gentle. And, and together as, as a group, they're really compassionate. And they, they show each other love. And they show me love. And they show others love. And they, wow. People should see the church. When they see the church, they should see Jesus. Not us. They should see Jesus. And so I know that's a, that's a hard thing to do. But... It's, it's through this, these verses here. As, as the church serves, it is, it's God is equipping the church. That we have, the, the church is being built up. And the church is growing more in unity and growing more in maturity. And the church starts looking more and more like the head of the church, which is Christ. So as God's family serves, the church looks more and more, or it should look more and more like Jesus Christ. And isn't that attractive? We don't want to be looking more and more like ourselves or, or, or about somebody else. We want to be looking like Jesus, right? Because we could say, look at this person, look at this person. Oh, this person's really good. That, we could say those things and people could be like, yeah, that's good, that's okay. But when, we, when people see Jesus, that's attractive. When people see Jesus, there, there's something about Jesus, that draws people to them. Now, I know that's God's Spirit working, but when we are unified, when we are growing in maturity, and we are serving with gladness, you know, we're giving, we're giving our money, but we're also giving our, ti- our time. We're serving. We're being useful as God's servants. And we are joyfully giving of our time and money, looking more like Jesus. People are going to see not East Bend, they're going to see Jesus. We don't want people to see East Bend. We want people to see Jesus, right? We don't want people just to come here just to have a good time. We want people to come here or go wherever because of Jesus. We want people to know Jesus. Do you guys want people to know Jesus? Yeah. I did too. <laughs> so when, when God's family is serving together, we are going to grow more like Jesus' heart. And that's our main idea, is that when God's family serves, when we are serving as a family of God, God's family is embracing 
the heart of God's Son. We're embracing Jesus. We're embracing His heart that He came to seek and save the lost. That we're not just here to, to train disciples and stay here. No, we're here to develop disciples who are reaching out to the, to the ends of the earth or to, to our neighborhoods or wherever with the transforming gospel of Jesus Christ. Because it's Him who saves. It's not us. It's Him who changes. It's not us. But we can look more like Jesus, the head of the body of Christ. And so we've been talking about, in each of these weeks, we've been looking at, like, well, family, what's your status? As, as a family, what is our status? What is your status in investing your time in God's kingdom? You know, maybe, maybe you haven't really thought about it before. Maybe you, haven't, you just think, well, I'm in God's family and I'm good. But God wants us to be investing our time. He wants us to be serving. He wants us to be showing people who He is. And so I, I pray, if, you, if that's you and you don't really know about serving or aren't involved in serving, you're watching online and you're not really sure about all this, talk to one of us. Talk to the MLT or elders or me. So we can get you plugged in. Serving with a joyful heart is going to show people more of Jesus. And, and maybe you've been serving, but you're serving kind of in a way that's like, well, this place needs people to serve. This place, this church, they need people to, to help this way. Well, maybe your heart isn't in the right place. Maybe you're serving because somebody has to do it. I found myself doing that sometimes. I, I'm serving, I'm doing something because someone has to do it. And if that's you, I encourage you to talk to Jesus. Seek the Lord and, and just be real with Him about it. You know, God, I, I'm serving. I'm giving my time. I'm, I'm, I'm helping in these ways. But if I'm doing it just to do it, like in 1 Corinthians 13, it's nothing. If I'm doing something without love, it's useless. And so ask Him to give, your, give you a heart that embraces his heart. And then maybe you are all out serving and you're serving all the time. And you're looking, you're, you see, we can, go to MD, we can serve with MDS this summer and you're all in. I'm not trying to say that's good or bad. I'm just saying our, we can be a part of serving people with Jesus' heart wherever we go, wherever we are. We need people here. We need people praying. We need people there. We need people everywhere but it's about our heart for serving. It's not just do it because we should do it. We want to embrace the heart of Jesus. And the more we know Jesus, and the more we understand who He is and what He's all about, the more we're going to be excited to give our time and give and serve and do that joyfully. And when we serve together, we find joy in that. And we find blessing and that's not why we do it, but we do it because we want to show people who Jesus is. And so, as we close, I just want to ask you this. And on the back of each of the sermon notes today, you might have noticed that there's some sticky notes. And hopefully you haven't been scribbling on them. <laughs> but you'll see, you'll see some sticky notes. 
Now the purple, the, we, have a, we have a yellow one and a purple one. And so I want to just encourage you just to take a moment. If you, actually, if you don't have one, Matt will come around and give you a yellow one and a purple one because I want everyone to have one of these right now. So if you don't have one, slip your hand up. If you don't have a pencil, slip your hand up. He'll help you out with that. But what we want to do right now is we want to look at, we want to give each other some ideas, okay? We want to think about how are we serving the Lord currently? How are we investing our time in God's kingdom? Now, you don't need to put your name on this, but on the, on the yellow post-it note, I would like you just to give, actually, can you flip the slide over, Cameron? All right, so I'd like you to answer this question on the yellow post-it note. How are you currently serving God's kingdom? How are you currently involved in serving? And hopefully this is, this is a helpful reminder to each of us of how we are in, investing our time. And maybe if you have nothing to write, maybe we should look at the bulletin and think of how we can get involved. Or people online, I'd love you guys to do this too. Uh, if you have a post-it note or you have your questions, or you have your answers, send them to us. Because we want to put these, we want to put these up so everybody can see these. And I'm not asking you to write your names on these. I'm not saying, let's be boastful about this. But I serve in this and this and this and this. It's just, these are ways to help people have ideas of how we can be serving. All right, on the second one, if, if you're done or not, or not done, we can move on to the purple one. On the purple one, we want, I want you to write, now this is, uh, this is harder. <laughs> Because this might take some outside-the-box thinking. But what are some practical ways, even if it's just one idea, what are some practical ways that we could serve our communities? Now, I don't know if if we're talking about Rantoul or Fisher or Gibson City or Muhammad or Paxton. I don't know. You you can say, if you want, like, in Paxton, it'd be great if we did this or, or whatever. But I'm just being vague right now. What are some practical ways? What is one idea of how you think it would be cool that we could reach a community or some neighbors or somebody in service. I love it that you guys are thinking. Keep thinking. Keep thinking. You know, maybe, maybe it's like this, as simple as, hey, I know the Super Bowl's on tonight, and I'm probably going to watch it anyways. Maybe I don't want to stay up so late, but I'm going I'm to watch it. And my neighbor that I don't know very well, or this person I don't know very well, they might want to watch it too. Invite them over. <laughs> you know, it's last minute, but invite them over. You know, what are some practical ways that we could be showing people who Jesus is? All right, so we're going to, after we're done with this, I'm going to challenge you to then go post these out on the bulletin board. There's two places. One is yellow and one is purple. So if you have a, if you have a blue one, still put it under the purple one. But, and I want, I want everyone to see, now I'm not in a boasting way, like, this is what I do, but I want people to see some ideas of how we are serving and how there are some ideas of how we can, we as a church or individuals can be serving our communities. So when we are dismissed in a few minutes, I want to challenge you to then go put those out there. And then during... During the time after our, you know, between now and when you're leaving today, after the fellowship meal and after the, uh, our meeting, I encourage you to look at some of those ideas. 
and pray for, about some of those ideas and think, is there one of these that I could do? Maybe it was, it's the one you wrote down. Is there one that I could do? Is there one that God's calling me to do? Well, let's pray. Jesus, I thank you that you are giving us wisdom. You are giving us ideas about how we can reach people for you, Jesus. I pray that we would be known as a place, as a people that trust you and, are, and serve with maturity and unity and bringing people closer to you, Jesus, and to your heart. And so, God, I pray that people would know us not for East Bend, but they would know us for being followers of you, Jesus. And so, God, I pray that we would be taking these challenges and doing them, not in a guilt, a guilty way of, I better step it up or else, but God, out of a heart that is for you and that wants to be joyfully giving our time. I thank you that you are a merciful God, and I thank you that you give us wisdom when we ask. And so, God, I just continue to ask that we would have wisdom in knowing how to reach people with your transforming gospel. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.